Welcome to this segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound. This is brought to you by Be Simply. And this is also the time of the Chinese New Year, too. And we are celebrating the wood dragon. So uh, a little wood rising in the spring always gets things done one way or the other. And as we enter into this new moon, this is a moment to stand up and really to break some habits on the inside to the outer world. See, what we've co-created, it's very easy to look out and point in your immediate world and on a macro level to the world, but we have collectively co-created this reality. And a lot of that has happened because we turned the cheek. We didn't want to make a rough ruckus. We just wanted to go with the flow and didn't want to ask questions because it wasn't appropriate to ask questions. We didn't want to make the actual person that's perpetrating feel bad. And so this is where we're at right now. So we have this beautiful dragon energy coming in. We have this wood energy and we have the feminine energy coming in. And so what most people maybe haven't realized yet is, and I've spoke about it a little bit, but the feminine actually is housed and designed biological female with wrath and not wrath just to do it for like as a sociopath or a psychopath, but the wrath is there for protection. And the reason that's for is to protect her young. So if you go out in nature, any mama that's having babies is going to protect their young. And this is innate and it's potent and it's strong and it's be to be used in the right moments for the masculine. All of you. And I spoke about this at the last lunation musing is that the male is going to be going through a huge transformation. And this transformation will impact us all from the inside out because there's been programming around the male species that they haven't even begun completely to unwind. And simultaneously, you have a lot of people forecasting that the masculine's this way, the feminine's this way, but these are based on old ideologies and history that is very inaccurate. And so what I'm here to share in this moment, which is really exciting, happy Lasor, I celebrate the Tibetan New Year, uh, is a couple things. One, about the New Year's. You can celebrate the New Year whenever you want. I celebrate this one. I celebrate also at my uh, conception birthday, and I also acknowledge myself at the moment I came into the world, too. 
but you can do it how you want. And there's something fascinating depending where you are in the world. So if you're in the Northern or Southern hemisphere, your lunations are going to be different because in this Tibetan year, New Year is a good example. It's 12 cycles. We're going into one again before we get into the 13th cycle. And the reason for this is because it would go too far out and it wouldn't coincide with the seasons. Typically, our new year is best to begin in the springtime, depending where you are. And then in the Southern Hemisphere, it would be the same. And I would really encourage you all to adopt a calendar that fits what's going on in your world. So your new year would actually be direct opposite of the one that's happening here in the Northern Hemisphere right now, let's say. And so, and then for our brothers and sisters at the equator, you would be rocking steady. And so if you look at all the tribal nations, the island nations, the ones close to the equator, they will have a count, which you might've seen like off a tortoise shell. They have sculptures, clay call it sculptures. I have one here where it has a 13 count. So what happens at the equator where this is our rock steady place where there's not extreme variations in the climate. So therefore it can stay at 13 because where's the beginning and where is the end, right? And it could do that on the Northern and some Southern hemisphere if we so did choose. However, we're still dealing with this banker's calendar that's superimposed that people are attached to because of their quote unquote birthdays, all those kinds of things versus saying, Hey, I was born on a beautiful summer night. The moon was full or was a crescent. And your mother could sit, share this beautiful story about the nature around you would have nothing to do with these months that we use. And it would drastically change. And I encourage all those people that work in astronomy and astrology would drastically change how you interface with the knowledge you share with your clients. So when we swipe this away and just have an understanding that we're rotating, spiraling internally, and we have this opportunity to spiral from one lunation to the next. So here we are, we're going to just humor me for right now because I'm celebrating this new year and I'm going to integrate it here just to as a teaching moment. You don't have to participate in this way. What's fascinating in the Tibetan culture and then also in the Hopi culture, which both places are very sacred to me, is that the renewal comes at the spring and also in the winter, right before these new years, a time of purification purification and cleansing of many things and acknowledging that there is darkness and that we are to clear it. So if we bring it back to the feminine, the feminine embodiment and within each and every one of you has a very potent force to hold up and stand the line. And you might remember a time we all have mothers where your mama bear stood up to you or someone else to protect you or to keep you out of harm's way. 
And this this is that little bit of wrath that's there. And it's potent and it's meant to be used as an exception, not the norm. And so as we come into an alignment as masculine and feminine, there will be an increase of the feminine understanding this potency of the wrath. And there will be an increase of the masculine understanding themselves from an emotional state, understanding intrinsically their role of stillness that they provide in a way that has not been completely understood until we start to enter into this new threshold. And the closest we can start to see this is some of the tribes that still exist. And those tribes that exist are off the grid. They don't participate in electricity. They don't participate in plumbing. They don't participate in cameras. And they don't participate in the internet like I'm doing right now. And what's fascinating about what I've observed in interfacing with uh, different traditional leaders is that tribal leaders is that then I have my brothers and sisters and soul family on the opposite side of Tibet. And they have this beautiful uh, way about embracing everything because it's non-dualistic. So they both serve. And this is to give you a little clue. They both serve non-duality and then having awareness and this balance with the ecosystem that we're in. And so from a a Tibetan stance, from my uh, perspective and my uh, practices, it's a balancing of the cosmos in a way that can be shared like a wind going through nature and be distilled down to the physical, but it's more about the beyond. And then from a tribal, they definitely interface with the unseen, yet they bring it down into the physical so that we have sustenance and we have community in a way that allows us to sustain within those communities. So both have a tremendous amount of value from my perspective and we're at this moment where the the two aspects of the feminine and masculine are coming together and so we're about midway through this shift and many people talk about it in different ways and it will keep happening and it'll take as long as it needs to so um trust in that but As we tip into this springtime, if you celebrate Chinese New Year, Lhasaur, or any other New Year's are coming up, we have a lot of spring renewal um, traditions coming up, that this is a time for you to really think about where am I going to clear off um, any, uh, purify any kind of darkness that's there. So This is especially important for the feminine embodiment, women that um, are currently menstruating or have menstruated, had babies or not had babies in any phase of your life cycle that you take responsibility to clean and purify yourself energetically every lunation. Because of that potency that the women carry, if you do not take the time to bow down to yourself, clear that, it can become 
really wild and very dark. And so this is that responsibility that you as a feminine embodiment, biological embodiment that you have, because you were given the gift, as I call, tell my clients of the Ferrari factory in your body and whether it was your destiny or not to bring a human into this world, it doesn't matter. You still have all the mechanisms that make that possible. And so that you can keep your energy, use that potency for what it was intended for. And that is to protect and to yield that energy as needed, when needed, very clearly. And so as we enter this wood dragon season here on the earth plane, we're going to start to see a lot. And so it's, it's really important for you to get your tree roots planted deep into your earth below you. And then it's really important to surrender to what needs to go, what needs to give way. And what's shifting is that each self that decides they want to be self-aware, they need to think about what they're ready to lay down, what they're ready to give way from the inside out. And this takes honesty. This takes integrity. This takes diligence and, and really self-discipline that you're going to keep exercising this inner aspect of yourself until all those energies are clear and purified. And then once you're there, you know, you have your cosmic six pack or eight pack, then at that point, you have to work to keep it, to sustain it. It's not like, oh, I got here, you know. It's not like, oh, I learned how to, to meditate through an app. It's not like that. You have to meet yourself daily on in, from the inside, the depths of your soul to the outside world and hold yourself accountable. If you're counting on anything external to keep you in check, lay it down. Get to know that from the inside out. And so from here forward, this, this is where the changing of the guards happens and you're going to start to see more of it out in the general public is that you have the freedom to say no. You have the freedom to stand up. You have the freedom to hold the line and say no more. You don't have to cower down to the perpetrator, the manipulator. You don't have to do that anymore. And for those of you that are the perpetrators at this moment on our cosmic play, you have the choice to bow down, bring yourself into right action. And every moment, karmically speaking, cause and effect, this is a science, you have the free will to take right action. And sometimes it's easier, sometimes it's not. So as we step out of this, an eye for an eye and take the right action, it will mean standing up for what you hold inside to the outside world and to all your relations. And 
it's not going to go perfect. You're going to have many uh, moments to practice and figure it out. However, I welcome you all home. I welcome you to start to understand what it means to be in balance with your feminine and your masculine. It's not these outside rules that have been programmed into our ancestral DNA from the time they started breaking apart tribal nations. It's not that. It's not the latest trend. It's not that your man pulls out your chair. It's not that. These are calibrated energies that happen within and then with the outside world. So this is an exciting moment, so exciting. And I encourage you all just to really deeply root yourself in the earth energy. And as we go through this lunar cycle, this will be where you start to prepare to re-engage with the earth and depending where you are on planet earth, but everyone will be able to re-engage at some level because we're going to be moving out of the winter season. And when that happens in these transitional seasons, spring and fall, you have this opportunity to really start trimming back, creating space, clearing, purifying even more. And so I encourage you whenever you're listening to this to take some time to really get clear with yourself where you're just finished with enabling something that has caused you pain and suffering that, that has actually debilitated the perpetrator because it keeps them showing up with them, their bad self. <laughs> and I say that in just bad self, you know, they keep showing up with their jagged edge of their sword and they keep yielding it and you keep bowing down to it. Just say no, walk away. At certain point coming up, all those individuals that are not in ready to bow down to themselves and do the work, it's okay. They'll figure it out. You don't, you're not responsible for them. You take care of you. I posted yesterday, it was a little delayed because of technology, but um, stay in your lane. So you might want to listen to that before or after this, depends. Um, treat yourself to a couple good sits and sound. And so with that being said, I just want to welcome each and every one of you to let all of that fade away and really use this meditation as an opportunity from my heart to yours to let everything clear and start to fall to the earth. Give it back to the mama. Give it to her. Let her take all that energy and transmute it into something really beautiful. And I completely am behind you 100%. Let go of your control mechanisms, your addictions, your afflictions, your jagged edges. It's time to hone those gifts that you have masqueraded around as your Achilles tendon. So... With that, I'd like to welcome you into an upright seated position. If your mind is really busy right now, I welcome you to find a focal point down in front of you. 
and then take a deep breath in. And if your mind is calmer, go ahead and close your eyes. And then exhale out. Another one. Inhale. And exhale. Again, inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, I welcome you just to stay focused on your breath. If your eyes are open, that focal point. And if any thoughts or feelings in the physical temple come in, just refocus, focus on your breath, focus on that spot. Resist engaging with mental chatter.
gently from there, I welcome you to gently lean back and recline or move fully into Shavasana, a prone position on your back with your palms facing upward as we transition into receiving sound. As you settle in, just take a nice gentle breath into the heart. and out again inhale and exhale one more inhale and exhale And then continue to follow your natural breathing pattern.
Mm-hmm.
Taking a soft, gentle breath in and out of your heart center. Gently breathing in. And out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Again, inhale and exhale. Taking a soft, gentle breath in and out of your heart center, gently breathing in and out. And if you're ready or when you're ready, just gently come up into a seated position, being mindful of your head, doing your best to bring that up last. And so I want to welcome each and every one of you in this moment, just to allow all of that to wash over you. And whatever's come to you or whatever starts to appear because this is how the new moon works. She shows you water element. She shows you in a reflection in your inner outer world, what's ready to purify and cleanse and where you're ready to stand up. And what that standing up is for you. And not only is it for you, it ripples from there for the community and the world around you. And so whether you're a physical male embodiment or a physical female embodiment, there's a reflection for you because each and every one of us has water in us, primarily water. And so if you've ever taken care of a pond or a pool, you know it takes attention and it takes balance to keep balancing those waters. So over the next few days, I welcome you to see what's being reflected. I also 
want to welcome you to feel into your well-being and to welcome in your health, abundance, compassion, love, and kindness. And something I want to close out with today is from a Tibetan Buddhist perspective, the cause of all suffering is grasping. Grasping. The cause for happiness is love. The love you get from a mama. The unconditional love you get from nature, mother nature. We all were blessed to incarnate in a womb and a human life is precious. If inspired, connect to that preciousness and your preciousness. And maybe you'll decide to grasp less or at least start working on that. And my brothers and sisters from Hopi Nation consistently remind all of us and me to take care of one another, take care of your community. Remember that we're a humanity working within the natural ecosystem that we were destined to be born into. And we can live in love and peace and joy. It's your choice if you want to contribute to that. So get yourself square. Commit to staying in the practice and the discipline of meeting yourself there. And have a beautiful, beautiful new year. I'll be praying for each and every one of you. I love you, humanity. I love you so much. It brings tears to my eyes, sincerely. With that being said, we're going to exit out thanking each and every one of you for being here. Thanking Random Rab, thanking Kadri Scott, Dante Marino, and all that is and is not. With that being said, I exit out with a deep bow. Tears in my eyes today, a gentle smile, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. Be simply.